Hello and welcome to the A New You TV show. I am your host, Ivy Caldwell. And today my special guest is Chisa Parker, Dr. Chisa Parker. Chisa Stewart Parker was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, raised by a single mother in a neighborhood riddled with crime, drugs, and poverty. Education and order were promoted and endorsed in her home. Music was a huge part of her life growing up as it was often played in her home. At the age of eight, her mother would meet a neighbor who would invite her to church, an encounter that would change the trajectory of their lives forever. Eventually, Chisa would go on to serve in leadership and teaching capacities in her local church. At the age of 15, she assisted in teaching Vacation Bible School and was one of the youngest directors for the combined choir at her church. Chisa also attended many Christian education conventions with her local church, singing with the convention choir. Chisa received her Bachelor of Science and Nursing degree from Syracuse University in 2002. In 2003, Chisa moved to Rochester, New York. It was here under the leadership of her pastors that Chisa's call to evangelism was stirred and shaped. In 2014, Chisa obtained a Master of Science degree in nursing education going on to serve as a nursing instructor in both the classroom, virtual, and clinical settings for over seven years. Becoming the teacher, she always desired to be an and evangelizing students and others along the way. In 2022, she completed her Doctor of Nursing Practice degree with the focus on addressing health disparities that disproportionately affect communities of color and health promotion. Chisa's most notable and enduring callings are that of a wife to Marvin Parker Jr. and the mother to their four children, Michaela, Micaiah, Marvin III, and Matthias. Looking back, Chisa can see the hand of God over her life her ultimate goal in life is to be a witness for, serve, and model the Lord Jesus Christ to her family and others, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ to the lost and letting everyone know that no matter your start with Jesus Christ, you can have a great finish. Dr. Chisa Parker, welcome to the show. Thank you, Elder Caldo, for having me. You thank are you, thank welcome. you, thank you. You are welcome. I had to chase my little ones, two of my little ones out, and my boys came in. And I said, no, I thought I locked the door. <laughs> so we're going to give the audience fair warning. Uh, Chisa has four <laughs> little ones in the home. All right. A busy mom, but loving every moment of it. Amen. 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 So today we are going to talk about a topic that is much needed, uh, fear, you know, because we all deal with fear 
in one way or another in our lives. And it's important not to stay stuck in that fear, but to move forward. So first up, um, the topic of fear is so wide that it can go from um, anywhere from the fear of failure, rejection, the fear of man, heights, dying, darkness, pain, uh, getting sick or the extreme of phobia. So it's just so vast. So I'm sure we'll probably touch a few of these topics on today about the spirit of fear. Um, so right off the top, the scripture, of course, that comes to mind is uh, the one we often quote, 2 Timothy uh, 1.7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So with that being said, where do you think fear begins in our lives? Yeah, I think that most certainly, I think it begins um, by way of a place, if you will, in the mind, right? In the heart, right? Based on, you know, our experiences, things we have encountered, right? What we see, what we hear, what we have felt. Um, I want to say, you know, first and foremost, there, there are two types of fear, if you will. You know, there's reverential fear, right? The fear of the Lord, right? Yes, uh, yes. Psalm, Psalm 111 and 10 talks about the fear of the Lord, right? Uh, we have the reverence, you know, want to reverence the stove, want to reverence fire, right? Yeah, <laughs> Give yeah. Them respect, right? <laughs> Give them respect, do them, right? Why? <laughs> because should we come in contact with them in the wrong way, it could harm us, it could hurt us, right? Amen. So that's, that's a right fear, right? Um, you know, don't stick your hand in the cage at the zoo, the lion's cage at the zoo, right? Amen. Reverence that beast, right? That's yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Because we don't want to be its dinner, okay? So, so that's a that's a right fear, right? A reverence or respect for, right? Yeah. And, and it's aimed to keep one safe, keep us safe and out of harm's way. But the opposite then is the spirit of fear, right? An irrational fear, mm. right? Um, to your point, you know, that you mentioned the scripture that I had here, Second Timothy, you know, one and seven, right? This fear is generally irrational. It causes one to believe uh, man's or the devil's word over God's word. Mm. Um, we have great examples. We have examples of that in the word, you know, Adam, yeah. You know, Adam, we had the 12 spies. Only 12 went out to go scout the land that God had already told them was there. And only Amen. two came back with a good Amen. report. Amen. Right? God had already told them, it's yours. You, you're going to have to possess the land. You're going to have to go right. in there and get them out. Right. But the land is yours. But they said, no, we can't do it. Yeah, it's flowing with milk and honey, but, but we can't do it. Right. Yeah. And only two said, we are more than able. We are well able to do it. Yeah. Right? yeah. So uh, ultimately, the, the spirit of fear, right, that irrational fear leads us ultimately to disobedience and sin. Mm, okay. Yeah. And not only, you know, and the, the further, furthermore, the point is it not only just affects us, but it affects those connected to us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. So, um, begins in the mind, right? Yes. It begins in the mind. If you take the mind, generally the body will follow. So, um, I also think that fear begins, uh, if we want to even look at time, right. Mm -hmm. The time frame in the womb, Mm. right in childhood right the devil is after children he's after yes. the womb and he's after right he's after uh children right yes. because, hey, if we can get them in childhood we'll, mm -hmm. we'll be able to string them along as an adult it'd be be really easy to tie them to the tree and even though the train might be broken they still gonna sit there right yes. so yes. um 
And then by avenue, I think, when we talk about where fear, fear begins, begins with sin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, Amen. That, see that in Genesis with Adam, right? Yes, man. They weren't afraid until they until he ate mm-hmm. and their eyes were open. Oh, yeah. right. So there is a correlation between fear and sin. So yeah. those are, that's where I think fear begins. Yes, yes. So the scripture you quoted about the spies, uh, they they forgot all about what God said. That is your land. Yes. All they saw were the giants, the people. Yep. So here you are in your mind. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Mm-hmm. You know, forgot all about what God did for you in the past. You know, walk through the Red Sea. God then gave you manna in the desert. He provided for you. But there's no way God is going to give you this land. It's like right. he's been watching over you guys for the longest. <laughs> right. And mind you, they have been praying over 400 years for deliverance. Right. deliverance from the captivity and then had the nerve to say they won't go back. It <laughs> 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 will make you do some dumb things. Yes, it will. <laughs> yeah, but, but some people do that. You Absolutely. know, they go back. They're comfortable with it. It's Absolutely. a comfort zone. And yeah. then we have that fear of the unknown. Absolutely. Right. Our uh, mind thinks the worst. Always. Right. And, and I actually, uh, I have that on here. My, my discussion notes that fear always thinks worse. And a lot of times that's a result of, a, you know, a trauma, you know, generally of traumas and experiences. Hey, let me, let me try to protect myself by thinking the worst about yeah. the situation yeah. or the what ifs. Right. So this way, if it happens, I won't be as disappointed, but it's a lie. Yeah. And it's it's still rooted Mm -hmm. in fear. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And God doesn't want us. God doesn't want us to live there. He doesn't want us to live that way. Yeah. It's like, but why can't we think of having a positive outcome of a situation? We always seem to think Mm -hmm. the worst. And when you were talking about the womb with the children, one thing that comes to mind is like when kids are young or little, we, well, parents allow them to watch like scary things. Mm-hmm. A seed is being planted in those horror movies. Yes. There's nothing innocent about that. Speak to that. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you, I <laughs> surely have a story uh, to that point. Uh, I remember, you know, growing up before we would say this, before we say Michael Jackson was my man. Yeah. And he would be played at my birthday parties. And that was until I encountered the song Thriller from the Thriller Mm -hmm. album, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, again, we weren't saved back then. My mother, you know, my family, they weren't saved back then. And then um, I remember one Halloween, you remember those little clicker things where they had, you know, the little toys where you can put to your eyes and you click it down. Yeah, yeah. Somebody thought it was good. It would be funny to give that to me. I think Mm -hmm. I was about four or five years old. Mm. And here I am, 42, almost 42 years old today. And I remember this vividly. I yeah. remember clicking it like somebody thought it was funny to give that to a child with pictures of people being, they're, they're zombies, they're dead. Mm-hmm. Like you thought that's, you thought that was funny to give to a child. Yeah. And so I remember, you know, clicking the little, you know, the apparatus piece down to change the picture. And when I saw what it was, I immediately threw the toy down and walked away. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else it was a cousin a, a boyfriend a cousin's boyfriend he came to our door in our home we had a in the foyer uh, the, the door before you enter the home there was a, a piece of glass where you could see see who was ringing the doorbell who was in mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. and he had on a yoda mask mm. and i you know 
I heard the doorbell ring in our home. So I ran to the stairs to see who it was. And he yeah. stuck his face in the glass like this with the Yoda mask on. And I remember just being afraid. So when you talk about those seeds of fear being planted, it yes. is it is real. And they, you know, people will laugh and say, oh, look, oh, she's yeah. afraid. Oh, that, but that's there's nothing funny. There's right. nothing funny about it. And it right. does open the door for the spirit of fear to come in and torment yes. uh, um, people, especially children, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, my children liked the story of the big bed, the three, three little pigs. And, but with one of my children, you know, that wolf, mm. she does not feeling that wolf, you know, yeah. like, uh, yeah, mommy, I don't want to watch that no more. She's like, cause you know, I had a nightmare about it. And I said, no, mommy, you don't have to watch that anymore. Okay. Right. Right. Like, you know, and I explained to them right then and there, mm-hmm. right. Um, you don't have to be afraid, right? What we're gonna do is not watch that anymore. Not watch that video about the three little pigs and a big fat wolf, right? Now can watch it. But I also want you to know that if you do have a fear or you feel like you might, you know, well, I saw the big bad wolf. I want yeah. you to say the devil is a liar. Yeah. Jesus Christ is Lord, and I don't have to yeah. be afraid because God did not give me the spirit of fear. Right. Right. So teaching them even now mm-hmm. to stand and use the weapon of the word of God to combat fear right yeah yeah you know, teaching them that sometimes you might see some scary things but yeah. you don't have to be afraid you don't amen. have to be afraid amen 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 yeah. and something else that parents do um to little children is like they could be standing like behind a door and a child mm-hmm. comes walking and then they go boom yeah you are planting fear in that child you think it's funny yeah. and innocent but there's nothing funny about it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, topic is uh, a good one to have. Uh, we have to protect, you know, our children at all costs, you know, and stop playing those games. There's so many other things that we can be doing with them and teaching them. And um, I just thank God for uh, this opportunity to uh, have this discussion. Now, what uh, perceptions uh, does fear cause in our lives? Um, Anger, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times when people are angry, the demonstrations of anger is really rooted in fear, Mm. right? Um, And and this is the only way they know how to express it. It's really fear. Self-doubt, I can't do this. I I can't. You know, to your point, as we were just discussing, God had already told them the land was theirs. Right, right, right. Go in and possess the land. Every, hey, Joshua, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, I've given it to you. Right. But yet, oh, no, we just saw the giants. Yeah, there's milk and honey there. Yeah, you know, it took a couple of us to carry the grapes. They were so large. It took so many. But, but, Mm -hmm. (laughs) all that, the giants, and uh, we can't, we can't. You know, so that self-doubt, anxiety. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right sickness right uh we know uh medically mm. fear can cause sickness yes, right it could yes. start in the mind and most certainly start in the mind but it can also manifest mm. uh physiologically in the body yeah. right um procrastination mm. other one right people are so afraid they're afraid of both failure and afraid of success right? yeah i won't even step out and try because yeah, I'm afraid yeah. of both. You know, as you mentioned, the fear of the unknown, right? Yeah. Some people just so conditioned by fear mm-hmm. and the spirit of fear 
they won't even step out in the words of Joyce Meyer, step out and find out. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, and, and that could just be the main thing, keeping them back from the victory over fear that they need. You just need to step out and find out. If right. God told you to do it, go forward. Amen. Right? Amen. And then lastly, you know, and in result, I guess it'll tie right into what I had here, self-sabotage, right? Mm. Sabotaging yourself, right? Sabotaging, you know, success, sabotaging, and as as a result of you not doing what God called you to do, you're sabotaging the success of others connected to you. Amen. Jesus. So, you know, they're waiting on you. God has some people waiting on you to do what he's called you to do so that they can break out of the cycle of fear and, and step into what they need to do. But So those perceptions, like fear is dangerous. Yeah. Every level we could possibly think of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, And one of the things you mentioned was like the sickness. You mean, you may may feel like a little ache or pain and and immediately Mm -hmm. you start confessing negatively and you are prophesying and speaking over your life, this sickness. Mm -hmm. It's like you're Uh calling it to yourself. Yeah. And then when you go to the doctor, I knew it, I knew it. No, right. we got to speak the word of God over our lives. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. I keep it, my people, people talking, my blood pressure, my hypertension, my diabetes, my this, my that. Why is that yours? Right. <laughs> when, when, according to Isaiah 53 and 5, by his stripes, by Jesus' stripes, we are healed. Amen. So, Amen. Why is that yours? You know, right. oh, my author, author acting up, my arthritis. Why right. is that yours? <laughs> right, right. Give it, send it, send it back to the, send it to the abyss to die. Yeah. And yeah. start speaking the word of God. Start, start speaking healing over your life. Start Amen. eating right. Amen. Start exercising. Amen. You know? <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> so, like, even if you do go to the doctor, you get this bad report. You can immediately say, I don't receive that. That's right. Don't accept it. Even yeah. though that's what the doctor said. No, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. Absolutely. Jesus. Yeah. Mm. You know, and even with fear, you, you know, um, Chuck Swindoll said, you said, you know, fear not is written in the Bible 365 times. Mm. Said, you know, one for, one for every day of the year. <laughs> And I said, you know, Chuck, I could appreciate that. Wow. And, um, you know, and we consider the armor of God. There is nothing for the back. Yeah. Meaning we are, we don't have to run. We don't have to flee. The only time the Bible tells us to flee is to flee or, or, you know, situation in which the Bible tells us to flee is fornication. Amen. Amen. Youthful lusts. Yeah. Those are the only times where the Bible tells us to flee. Run. Uh, otherwise, mm. that's right. You know, mm. but otherwise, stand. Stand right there in the face of it. That's yeah. right. You know, you know, because fear is a bully, and that's what the devil is. He just is a bully with no yeah. TV snag or two. He he just he barking, he don't have he don't have really no fight, you know. He doesn't have yeah, yeah, like a roaring lion. As a roaring lion. Yeah, yeah. He's not he ain't, he but, ain't the lion of Judah. That's right. <laughs> but if he can convince you that he is, yeah. you'll believe his lie and right. you'll submit to him. Because right. that which we fear, we obey. Mm. You know, mm. so if we truly fear the Lord, we will obey him. Jesus. All right. Um, but if we fear the devil, we're going to obey him. And if we, yeah. you know, we fear man, we're going to obey him. And the Bible says mm. fear of man bringeth a snare. Yeah, yeah. 
because now you've put them in a the place of God. And now mm. that's idolatry. Jesus. Right? We and, got the fear man. Jesus. Yes. Mm. Right. And, uh, you know, that's a big one today. We have the fear of man. We People want man's approval with social media and the like. How many likes can I get? Yeah, like, that yeah. validates me. That makes me no. Mm. God validates me. Amen. He's already said who and what I am. And I just Amen. need to walk in and believe that. Amen. Oh, oh Lord. Yes. Right, right, right. So if you fear in man, you need to get in the word. Mm-mm. Yes. Yes, Lord, indeed. Lord, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. When we are in the state of the fear, do we really know the outcome? You know, with those situations that are going on in our lives? No, you know, people anticipate what the outcome might be. And then hence, hence why they try to prepare themselves. Right. Well, you know, I'm just going to think, you know, because it, it might not work out. It might not go that way. So I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, try to prepare my mind, prepare myself for disappointment. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so this way I'm not as heartbroken if it doesn't work out, but mm. I mean, no, uh, you know, and oftentimes people spend a lot of time fearing things that ultimately never happen. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to learn how to be proactive. Yes. You know, um, it, it, it's just amazing. You know, as I was studying and preparing, uh, to discuss to have this, you know, do this interview with you today. I just, you know, I just started reflecting and I said, you know, it, it really is amazing. You know, folk fear this, fear that. And then walked out to it. It's like, you know, that didn't even happen. <laughs> I wasted so much. You wasted so much mental space. You gave me mm. so much time. Mm. What? Something that stole time, time that yeah. you never get back again. Right, right. You never get it back again. So it was just like, you know what? You know, God is already there. So why do I have to fear? He's already there. He's already in tomorrow. He knows the end from the beginning. And when we just start even just speaking that. Yeah. All right. That thing that has us paralyzed with fear starts to really lose its power. Yeah. And it really dwindles. Right. It's not the giant that it once was. Right. 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 We've got to speak the word. Mm. And if God brought us to it. He's going to get us through it. Yes, indeed. Amen. Amen. Um, Is there a certain experience that you would like to share uh, with the audience about fear for you personally? Oh, well, let me pick one. (laughs) No. (laughs) You know, well, one in particular. Um, I remember my first nursing job. Right. I had 33 residents. I worked in a, in a, a nursing home, as you call a nursing home, long-term care facility. Mm-hmm. And I, I had 33 residents under my care. Right. It was one nurse to do everything. That was back in the day. That was before we had wow. medical records. Everything was still on paper. You know, you, you had to chart, you had to write your notes today. Everything exactly. is a click of a button, you know, yeah. you know, and there's your note, you know. Uh, but um I remember I got floated to uh transfer to another unit they were short a nurse so they said you know the unit that I usually work on they said hey you know we want you to come upstairs and go you know work on another unit and I was in a med pass I was getting pulling meds to give to a, a resident and someone fell another resident fell so here I'm the nurse on this side of the floor so I left my med cart to go tend to the, the resident who had fallen because falls are a big thing in the elderly because yeah elderly can die they can die from falls yeah yeah and so when I got back to my med car, I forgot to pull the 
um, narcotic, that the, the pain med, which was a narcotic in another locked drawer that I was supposed to give to the resident. Mm -hmm. And it was discovered when I was, uh, you, at the end of the shift, you have to do a, what we call a narc count or you count the narcotics with the oncoming nurse. And those numbers better line up. Else, Lucy, you got some explaining to do. Okay? Yeah, not, yeah. Not going home till we find this narcotic, okay? Mm. Um, you know, and so it was discovered there was an extra pill in the pack that basically based on the count and based on the medication chart, uh, the, you know, medication um, record that I was supposed to administer. And they're just like, oh, there's no problem. They get in the pain at five o'clock. So it's okay. Mm. You know, we just caught the error. But the devil, right? Because I really, I was a perfectionist. Yeah. Everything had to be perfect. And the devil right then and there, right then and there, the lie came. Mm. You could have killed, killed them. Mm. You could have killed somebody. Hello. Thank you so much to tuning into the A New you show. I hope you enjoyed it to the fullest. I hope that you are being challenged. I have some information for you and how you can support the A New You TV show. You can visit my website, Footprint Enterprises, LLC.com, and you can donate to this great cause to continue to get the gospel out to the nations. You don't want to make a donation? No problem. You know what? I have books. I have books. I have journals. I have a workbook. Go to my website and grab one of those books. Well, you don't want a book? I got you. You want a t-shirt, a mug, or a hoodie? Well, visit my Etsy account, and the name over there is a new you designs and grab yourself a t-shirt. I have exposed t-shirts, a new you t-shirts, mugs, and hoodies. Go grab yourself some gear to support this ministry. I am also a transformation life coach. Maybe there's something in your life that you want to transform about you so you can become a new you. Do you have uh, issues with low self-esteem? You need a new mindset. Maybe you want to get yourself a new career and you're not sure what path to take. I will be glad to assist you in that endeavor. My background is uh, helping those uh, expose their truth. Is there something about you you have yet to reveal to the world? Or better yet, deal with personally yourself. You're struggling with it. You don't want to deal with the emotional pain. But baby, let me tell you, you got to go back to that pain so you can uproot it, deal with it, heal from it, and move forward in your life. There is greater for you on the other side of it. There is greater waiting on you. There are people waiting on you. Breakthrough is only a few steps away. You know what? Go to my website, grab a free copy of the course outline to see the steps that I will personally walk you through if you would like to endeavor and go through this process. There's a process, but you can get through it. I will assist you with it. All right, you don't know me? I completely understand that, but you know what? I got you. When you get that free outline course, you will get a follow-up email and there will be a link. I have a self-paced 
online course that you can take in the privacy of your own home at your own leisure to start this process. But I just don't want you to stay there. If you take that course, I still want you to set up a meeting to meet with me to see how your progress is going and see how I can further assist you in your emotional healing journey. Maybe you need a, a speaker for a conference that you have coming up. I'm telling you, I will come in and talk about abuse and the things to look out for to help parents and our guardians to assist their children. Maybe you have a workshop coming up. I also have um, a course, an empowerment course for young girls, the ages between 12 and 18. I would love to come in and empower those babies. That's my passion, those babies. And why do I need all of this support? If you have the opportunity to view my uh, video, my show about um, why I wrote my book originally, I have written stories for children. I need support to get these books out to the babies, to the children. They need help. They don't have a voice. I desire to be that voice for the children. I also have some ghostwriting services. Be like, is there nothing this woman can't do? I am telling you, God has empowered me and equipped me to use all of my gifts and talents for his kingdom and so that he can get the glory.